counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if this is your first visit, it's really great to have you here. You're very welcome. Now, mindset is something that's really important. Success really starts from within. In fact, some people say that running a business is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. So why is that? Well, the truth is marketing is just a new skill to learn. And come on, you're a clever person. You can totally learn how to do it. All you're really doing is letting people know who you are, and how you can help them. And that's pretty simple, right? Well, it is, apart from if you have imposter syndrome shouting at you that you're a fraud and that you'll get found out, or if you start telling yourself that what you're producing just isn't good enough, so you work and you work to perfect it and spend hours and hours on it, but then don't even put it out there because you don't think it's perfect enough. Or maybe you worry that you're going to be criticised or embarrassed or publicly humiliated. Or maybe you've even got shiny object syndrome. So that means you kind of start something, but halfway through you think, oh, hang on, I could do that instead. So it might be that you start off on Instagram and then go, oh, I've heard that it, I've heard that LinkedIn's really good. So then you go over to something else. So you end up being kind of forever busy but not really getting the results that you want, which can be really disheartening. Maybe you just actually have a fear of success. Maybe you're worried that you'll be overwhelmed or that if you're successful, somehow it's going to inherently change you or it's going to upset the apple cart in your family. And you know what? Just saying all of that kind of makes me wince a little bit. So it stands to reason that if you have those thoughts spooking around in your head, it makes growing your practice so much more difficult. So I firmly believe that working on yourself, working on your mindset and engaging in personal development activities, it pays absolute dividends. And, you know, I'm constantly working on myself and it's made a massive difference to me. And this is why we have the Mindset Matters calls every single month in the Grow Your Private Practice membership. And each month we explore a different aspect And last month, we looked at perfectionism and we shared some tips on ways to help, both with awareness of it, because the first thing you have to do is be aware that that's something that you're struggling with. So we looked at awareness and also we looked at how to manage it. Now, the Mindset Matters call is available to watch on replay, as is all the workshops and training that we have in the Grow Your Private Practice Club. So when you join the membership, all of the training I've ever done is there available to you. So if you are interested, just go to growyourprivatepractice.co.uk and come and join us. So the reason that I started talking about that in the first place is that the theme of this episode is perfectionism. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about. More accurately, more accurately how perfectionism 
shows up and gets in the way of you producing blogs. So confession time, I'm not the most organised of people. In fact, my house is often far too cluttered. So I'm always looking for help with cleaning and tidying and organisation. And many years ago, and I mean many years ago, probably 15, maybe, maybe, maybe even 20 years ago, I used to follow a particular blog that helped with these sorts of things. And something they said really jumped out at me, and I've always remembered it. They said that a part of having a cluttered house is because you're a perfectionist. And that kind of made my ears prick up. They went on to say that if every time you clean the bathroom, if it's a massive task and it takes you ages because you kind of take a toothbrush to the grouting and you take everything out of all of the cupboards and wash them all and then put them all back in, then it's hardly surprising that when it comes to cleaning the bathroom on a more regular basis, that you keep putting the job off because it feels like it's such a mammoth job. It feels like it's totally exhausting. Can you relate to that? I mean, I think that's really interesting. And for me, it made such a lot of sense because that is what I'm like. I'm not very good at just, you know, running the cloth over the bathroom. I'm more, more likely to go down the route of, you know, cleaning the grout with a toothbrush. So their advice was all about really doing little and often and about forming new habits. And I think that that's great advice. And I bet you probably agree with me as well. So how does this translate into blogging? Well, because if you struggle with perfectionism, it can trip you up at every turn. So really starting off with the biggie, and that is your blog needs to be something that's earth shattering. And that's the first perfectionism trait to let go of because a blog is just a blog. Basically, I call it a written conversation. Now, you can't cure anxiety in a blog. You can't solve the world's problems in a blog. But what you can do is you can share a few ideas You can share a few tips that people are going to find interesting. You can maybe share a few different ways of looking at something, or maybe you've got stories that might demonstrate a point, and that's just going to help people. You could share thoughts for reflection. You can encourage different, you know, you can encourage the reader to practice self-acceptance. So I think the most important thing here is to have a realistic expectation of what blogging actually is and what it can actually do. Now, I have said before, you you might not have remembered, but I used to have I used to have another blog. I've had several blogs, and I had a blog that was called Self-Care for People Pleasers, and you can go and check it out actually. It's still available. You can check out janetravis.com. So the blog that I do that's got um, you know, blogs about growing your practice and where this podcast is, that's janetravis.co.uk. But if you check out janetravis.com, what you'll do is you'll find the blogs that are to do with self-care for people pleasers. And here are some of the blogs that I wrote. I wrote one about finding time for yourself. I wrote one about why you shouldn't say should. I wrote one that was 12 self-care tips that take five minutes or less. I wrote one called how to create a morning routine to kickstart your day, how to help when somebody cries, what to do when saying no isn't enough, making healthy boundaries, your four-step plan for an amazing weekend, 
and 10 things to say yes to. Oh, loads more, but these are just a few. But I wanted to share the titles of those with you because can you see how none of these are earth shattering? And the point is that the reader doesn't expect them to be. If they really want something deep and really intense, they're more likely to buy a book aren't they? You know this, you'll do the same. You're more likely to buy a book about a subject that you're really interested in. But a blog is something that they can really easily consume. They can really easily read it like if they're on the tube or waiting in the doctor's surgery. You know, it's something that people can really just, you know, just read and pick up a few tips. So I suppose the first thing really is that when you're thinking about um, perfectionism around blogging is have a realistic expectation of what your blog is and what it can achieve. And number two, really, is the feeling that your blog has to have the perfect title. Does this hold you up at all? Have you ever really struggled to find a perfect title? Now, yes, your title does need to pique the interest of your reader. But look, nobody starts out writing perfect titles. That's just impossible. The most important thing is that the title is going to be clear because clear beats clever. So just make sure that the title is clear about what the blog's going to be about. Otherwise, people just might not click through to read it. So just make it something that's applicable to your ideal readers. So if you work with anxiety, for example, you could write something like, Five simple things you can do in your lunch break to reduce anxiety. Now, that is going to be a better title than something that's just five simple things to do in your lunch break because it's actually speaking to your ideal clients. But look, here's the important thing, really. It's far better for you to get your blog out now, even if it's imperfect, than to wait to have the perfect title You can always come back and change it later. You can always come back and tweak it, but get it out there. Let people see it, get the advantages from having a blog and instead of just having something sitting in your drafts. So here's another thing people sometimes think. It has to have the perfect word count. I often get asked, what's the ideal number of words for a blog post? And the truth is it's between about 1,000 and 2,000 words. Now, does that mean if your blog's only 800 words, you should pad it out? No. I mean, again, if you're just starting out, do the best you can with the skills that you have and just get that blog post posted. Get it published. You can always come back at a later date and update it. You can always come back and add a little bit more when you've had more of a think about it. It's far more important that you get an imperfect blog out there so that people can read it so that people can get their tips and they can get ideas from it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can always come back and update it. Something else that people think is that the SEO has to all be perfect. Now, SEO or search engine optimization, and if you're not sure what that is, it's basically what you put in your blogs, what you put on your website, so that Google knows what it is that you do, what it is that you blog about, so it shows your blogs to the right people. But look, here's the kicker. It's just another skill to be learned. It's something that you can learn over time. And again, hey, guess what? You don't need to know it all to get started blogging. It's better to get a blog post out there now and you can always come back and tweak. Another thing is sometimes people want to wait and find the perfect image. 
Again, this is a skill. And as such, this is just another skill to learn, something that you're going to learn over time. But look, you know, I could go on, but are you noticing a pattern? Because all of these things are just new skills to learn. You're not expected to just somehow know them just because you started writing blogs. It takes some time and it takes some focus to learn how to do these things. And the biggest mistake that I see when it comes to blogging is that there's an expectation that you can just suddenly write a blog post without any training, without any knowledge or experience about how to put it together. So here's my advice. Firstly, recognize your perfectionism. Do you struggle from perfectionism? If you say yes, recognize that and have that in mind and start to work on that. Acknowledge that your perfectionism holds you back and start working on putting things out that are good enough rather than perfect. Really notice your inner voice and what it says to you and and work on that. So if your inner voice says your blogs aren't perfect, well, well, maybe not. But there are two things really important to understand. One is that there's no such thing as a perfect blog. And the second is an imperfect blog that helps people is far, far better than having a potentially perfect blog sitting around in your drafts folder. Now, I can hear your brain ticking away at how many new skills I'm talking about for you to learn. But look, you're a clever person and the benefits of blogging are really well known. In fact, I did a podcast episode, episode 17, called 10 Reasons Why Blogging Will Attract More Counselling Clients. So here's the way that I recommend you sort of tackle this. I would say make blogging your focus for three months. Give yourself a good run at it and then really throw yourself into the process. Read blogs about blogging. Listen to podcasts about blogging. Come and do the Blogging with Confidence course that I have in the Grow Your Private Membership. And I've got other workshops there as well, including two workshops called Let's Blog, where we actually write a a blog post together. Focus your time on blogging because what we focus on improves. Do the best that you can with the skills that you currently have. And you can always go back and make any tweaks when your skills improve. So, you know, don't worry that you're not perfect because you don't have to be, but you will grow and improve with practice. The same with everything. But it's action that's the antidote to fear. It's action that's going to take you from where you are now to where you want to be. But also focus on managing your perfectionism as well. That way everything becomes easier. It's not simple. I'm not saying it's simple at all, but it's tef- it's definitely worth the effort that it takes. So again, read blogs about perfectionism, listen to podcasts about perfectionism, see what there is on YouTube about perfectionism and just really focus on it because what you focus on improves. Okay, look, I really hope this episode's helped you if perfectionism's stopping you from blogging. So we've explored having realistic expectations, which is probably the most important thing here. We've explored about the drive to find the perfect title, perfect word count, perfect SEO, the perfect images. And there are lots of other things that I'm sure we could, we could, you know, be hard on ourselves about and want to be perfect. But, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect blog. So it's time to stop being so hard on yourself. And as I say, 
I've got the Blogging with Confidence course available in the Grow Your Private Practice membership, along with other workshops and resources. And currently the membership is £35 a month. Now I'm confident that you'll not find this level of support anywhere else for a similar price. So look, remember, don't struggle on alone. Help is only ever a click away. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please click subscribe so that you never miss out on an episode. I bring out a podcast every single week. And why don't you take a look at what I've done previously, see if there's anything that's useful for you there. And look, I'd really love to connect with you. So you'll find me on Instagram, I'm at Grow Your Private Practice, or on LinkedIn, it's just Jane Travis, and it's Jane without a Y. So that's it for this time. Have a fantastic week, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this then please subscribe to the show and while you're there I'd love it if you could leave me a big shiny five-star review bye